Hello and welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another wonderful edition of the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman. And I'm Thomas Welch. And uh, Tommy, what were you uh, what were you up to before this uh, before we started recording? You- I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I, it's my first day back into the gym. Ooh. Uh, so uh, the gym right by me does like social distancing. They can only have like 100 people in at a time. Um, wiping everything down, the whole nine yards. Um, but it's nice to get back in there, but my hands are raw, and I am absolutely starving right now. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, on that note, today's another big three episode, and I think the the number one choice for uh, protein gym-related foods, it's got to be Built Bar. You know, you're out there getting be. built. What better to eat than a Built Bar? I smashed uh, two of them. I'm not going to lie to you. Two of them? My God. Yeah, they're so good, bro. I couldn't just stop at one. Built Bar is the best-tasting protein bar ever. They're tasty. It's a protein bar, but it tastes like a candy bar, which is amazing. You got 16 delicious flavors, eight with nuts, eight without. But the best part is all 16 covered completely in delicious chocolate. They're soft and they're easy to chew. And the best part is they're healthy. They're good for you. They're great for the health conscious person. You know, like Tommy's going going to work out, but he's enjoying a tasty treat at the same time. You can lose or maintain weight while still indulging in a delicious treat. They're low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. We've told you about the flavors before, but I'm going to say it again because I can't get over how delicious they are. The peanut butter brownie one. 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams of net carbs. And then the other flavor, my other favorite, mint brownie, 15 grams of protein, 110 calories, 4 grams of sugar, and 5 net carbs. Absolutely delicious. I've been having them every day. And the best part is when I run out, I'm going to go on BuiltBar.com and use the code Locked On to get $10 off our first order. That's right. So you at home, you can go on BuiltBar.com right now, type in code locked on, and get a whopping $10 off of your first order. Love it. And they just came out with a cookie dough flavor. Dude, that's a game changer. Did they? I have not heard about that, but I'm very Bro, uh, there's, oh my God, it looks so good. I got to try it. Cookie dough is my go-to anytime you're talking about milkshakes or ice cream. Like Ted Drew's always get cookie dough. Cookie so I got to I gotta, I gotta snag one of these for sure. Top yeah. of the line. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Tommy's got three topics. I've got two. So, Tommy, why don't you start us off with your first one? All right. Starting off, we're going big three TV show theme songs, all right? We're talking cream of the crop. We're talking cream of the crop, top of the line. Any TV show, any genre, whatever your wish be. But my number one resounding has to be easy. I think I know. Zoe 101. I knew it. I Zoe knew 101. It. Bop and a half, bop of the century. That's an easy answer. Come on. Okay. Number two is a little bit of a wild card. It's not a, It's not like a 90s cartoon TV show or whatever. It's not one of those like Disney ones where you're like expecting bop. Um, we're going Law and Order SVU. Dun, dun. At number two. Amazing. Ding, 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 ding. Boom, boom. Dude, that bass drop sends me to the moon every time. I'm ready to send some people to jail. And uh, number number three, we're going we're going back to the roots uh, with Victorious. Pretty good, pretty good one. So uh, that's my that's my big three for that. I have all these songs stuck in my head for the rest of eternity. Right, dude, they're all so good. Number uh, not, I mean, I don't have it in any order, but one of them for me has got to be Phineas and Ferb. 
Oh, I was thinking about absolutely that. Absolutely slap. Slap, bro. <laughs> I mean, I could probably recite the entire thing from memory right now, and I have not watched that show in probably 10 years. Mm-hmm. Um, Fun fact, I did not know that was sung by Bowling for Soup. That's sick. Neither did I until this it's exact 1985, moment. yeah. I, That's amazing. Now I know. Um, number two has got to be Drake and Josh. Yep, um, classic. And also, uh, just to clarify, when he says it's gonna take some time to, and it's realign, not realize. Yeah. Um, not gonna lie, that that kind of flipped my world upside down when I when I heard that. Yeah, I mean, I remember it, it's like the the Mandela effect, the Berenstein Bears, Berenstein Bears. Yeah. No, that's not true, yeah. but but it is, it is, and, and you know, gotta give Drake Drake Bell uh, credit where credit is due on that one. <clears throat> and then number three, I'm gonna go. Ooh, that's tough, man. Number three, I, I might have to go Breaking Bad. Oh, I think that's it's so pretty good. it's pretty iconic. It's pretty the 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 drums like the bongo drums in there along with like the, the oh I, I mean I can't even describe. And it's it. like so like short and sweet. It just oh, like yeah. uh, it it makes it that much better because I'm in the middle of the series right now, so like I could easily like. Is this your first? Like, whenever I'm yes. <laughs> so whenever Whoa, I'm I know I know I'm on? late to the party. Oh God, I don't know. I think five. Oh, you're 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 getting lucky. It's it's starting. Yeah, uh, this is like yeah, it's, TV it's getting wild right now. Oh my <laughs> God. But uh, yeah, I could easily like whenever I'm binge watching, I could easily just skip the skip the little intro and get right to the meat and potatoes. But like you can't. It's uh, yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I just want to listen to it every time because it gets me hyped for the episode. Yeah. All right, my first topic for the big three, um, you know, both of us are uh, college students, sort of, with this whole quarantine, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go top top three things I hated about high school. Um, number one, how the hell did I wake up at 6 a.m. every that was gonna be my first one. <laughs> day? How did I do that? I, if, you, if I have to wake up before the clock's double digits nowadays, I'm like, oh, God. Like, I'm like, I'll be worrying about it the, the entire week before. I'm like, I got to wake up at 9? And I remember Brilliant. I got to um, I got to school my freshman, my freshman year. I was in a program called Freshman Connection. So all my classes were in the afternoon. So I got to sleep till, like, freaking 2 every day and then go to class. And then the second semester, I'm like, all right, let's take, a, let's take an 830 astronomy lecture. You know, I... I got up at 6 a.m. for high school. How bad could that be? I slept through more of those than I am proud to admit. Um, that being said, uh, I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't take any classes before 9.30 now um, as a result of that. And even that's pushing it. Even that's pushing it. Um, number two was all the stupid books we had to read. Oh, dude, I loved the books, bro. What are you talking English was my about? jam. To Kill a Mockingbird is a literary classic. Okay, I mean, there were some bangers in there. Like, um, the, what, what the heck is the one? The Why can't I think of the name? Extremely Loud and Incredibly uh, Close. Did you read that one? No, I did not. What the hell? Why can't I think of the name? That one was good, too. Catcher in the Rye. Catcher in the Rye was good. The only one that I liked, but like... Did you read A Child Called It? No. That one's fucked, but it's good. It's about like this kid in the '90s who's like it was like the most extreme case of child abuse they'd ever seen. Oh my! I'm like yeah, like burned his arm over an open flame and stuff. It's insane. But like the psychological like 
parameters of the book are like so interesting. I'm just, but it's no, like pretty shocking. I'm thinking of like uh, high school books. The first things that come to mind are Shakespeare. And oh, how yeah, unbearable was that was. And Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. The Scarlet Letter. The worst book I have. It's not, I'm, it's not I don't even book. think we had to read that. It's not a bad book, but it's written by um, Nathaniel Hawthorne, who really loves to take his time when describing things. Yeah. And then my teacher would ask us test questions about those very specific descriptions. The questions oh, that's so lame. Yeah, so he would take, like, two pages to just, like, you know, symbolically describe a, a wooden table, you know, it was whatever, use a bunch of big fancy comparisons and whatever, just to, you know, and then the questions wouldn't even be about the plot. It would be like, uh, what color was the table? Or, yeah, it's like, come on. It wasn't even like a, do you Let's get some deeper meaning like, here. It, it just, yeah. right. It just wanted to make sure that you were, you weren't spark noting it, like, which I was, but like, come on. <laughs> um, and then number three, I'm going to go with school lunch. And that's that's continued through college. Uh, the the dining halls aren't that good, but man, is it, it was it just tough? Like you know, lunch it, at least like growing up before I really gained a refined palate. You know, like pizza day and all that stuff. Lunch was amazing. And then like mm-hmm. in high school, we we switched like this Sage Dining Company that was like a nutritious, organic, blah 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 yeah. blah. And everything tasted like cardboard. Yeah, that was that. Uh, well, Michelle Obama put that in place, right? To like, well, no, it wasn't even that the initiative. To... That wasn't that wasn't what I had issue. It was before that. That was like no, it was after that. It it wasn't even with Michelle Obama or anything like that. It was just we switched. We had it was really good, like my freshman year, and then we switched, mm-hmm. and we started doing like organic, healthy, whatever. I'm sure it was just cheaper. I'm sure the organic thing was just yeah. a, a ruse that they told us, but it was not good. See, my high school was I got lunch sucked and it was overpriced but on friday every friday they would just order dominoes so that was kind of <laughs> sick <laughs> so we got dominoes every friday that's sick that was lit all right what do you what um, are your big three hate all right my big three number one resounding overall universal math are you kidding me because <laughs> this is dude this was the first time i ever witnessed letters being incorporated in math and it just absolutely like I, 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 after that point, I was just game yeah, over. You're talking to a former math major here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Ugh, ugh. It was just not. It just like, it. They flipped the script on me. I was like, I got this down. Got numbers. That numbers go with numbers. You can add them. You subtract them. Multiply them. It's easy. No problem. Get to high school. They're like, oh yeah. By the way, we got variables now. And a equals b equals c. And all the Pythagorean theorem all right. and all that, bro. Screw all, right. all let that. Let me, let me, let me, um, let me lay out some an idea, an idea for you here. So you know how like when letters get implemented into math, it's because of we're you're studying like graphs, right? You're studying like yeah. x, x and y axis and et cetera, et cetera. When you yeah. get to a certain level of calculus, they introduce, they make it three D. So they introduce the z axis, and you have mm-hmm. to be able to like take letters and visualize things as three D objects and like. There was it basically ca- calculus got to a point where when we we'd be learning and there would be no numbers involved like all the equations we had to learn were just letters. It Dude, I miserable. that doesn't sound as bad. The one thing that really sent me to the moon, right? Because I had so I had like people like trying to help me in my math class. One of my good buddies was in the math class and were like mm-hmm. trying to hold my hand through everything, right? And so to an extent, like I kind of like understood the grasp of like variables and I was like, okay, like letters 
being implemented kind of sucks, but like I can kind of hang with it. Then they brought in I and said it's fucking imaginary. Dude, I imagine imaginary imaginary numbers. <laughs> what are we What are we doing? <laughs> what are we doing right now? I'm like, why am I in this class if I'm studying imaginary bullshit? Oh man, it's brutal. God, dude, that sent me to the moon. I was like, you're actually joking right now. Luckily, like I gets gets like retired once you get to calculus, like because they basically just they basically just straight up say like this would be impossibly difficult if we yeah, and then they're like, oh yeah. I is imaginary number, but I squared is one. I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay. All right. uh, I want what you're smoking. Anyways, math is number one. Number two, I went to a private school in middle school and high school. So we had to wear khakis and polos yes. every day. Oh, my day. God. Me too. I went to a private high school. Khakis and polos. So uniforms is number two because screw all that. Yep. I got to college, I'd be wearing pajamas and like, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, bro! I was so wearing like vineyard vines to class every day, and now yeah. I actually, and I wasn't allowed to wear jeans, dude. I didn't own a single pair of jeans from the ages of of like when do when do you start high school? Like fourteen, fifteen, whatever. I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. For for four straight years, I just didn't own jeans. It was brutal. Yeah. No hoodies. No nothing. So bad. I'm a sweatpants kind of guy too. Like I really just wear sweatpants all the time. So nice. And uh, number three, um, so I think going into freshman year of high school, I had to have weighed, like, I mean, what, 140 pounds soaking wet. Like, I was a little baby. And I was, like, five, mm, five seven. I was short yeah. and skinny. Um, but I liked playing sports, but we had, like, a weightlifting class. And I didn't mind, like, lifting weights or, like, working out or anything like that. But, dude, the okay. The people who taught my weightlifting class were an ex-army veteran <laughs> and uh, a guy who like broke the record for deadlift powerlifting. Okay. So I'm trying to get like <laughs> my bench up to like 25 pounds on each side, and these guys are like. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I can't even hear myself breathe right now. Like, I, I was terrified wow. for my life, bro. Wow. All right. And then in baseball, in baseball, we had, like, stations. So we had, like, you had to do, like, deadlift and bench and all this stuff. And you – to, like, try and impress the coach for, like, varsity. And, like, I played select baseball my whole life. So I was like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to make varsity, but, like, I don't want people to think I'm a bitch. So – I like deadlifted one plate, deadlifted two plates, and I was like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able, to, like, there's no way I'm gonna be able to get three. Like, that's just not gonna happen. I weigh 140 pounds." <laughs> and uh, so my the coach was like, "To try? What are you just gonna quit?" I'm like, "No, I just don't want to get hurt. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna literally throw my back out trying to get this thing off the ground just to like impress you. That sounds like a terrible idea." He's like, get up there right now. I was like, okay. Remember in high school where like what people thought of you was like really important and then you got to college and you're like, all right, uh, these pants I wore three times this week and uh, this uh, stained shirt, let's wear that to class. Oh, good times. All right, let's take a, let's take a quick break and then we'll get into, into your second topic. All right, Tommy, what do you got for us? All right, number two. 
Um, actually, this kind of hits close to home because yesterday, so yesterday, uh, my, my family was just like looking around our house and like kind of cleaning stuff. And we found like six of the old guitar heroes for PS3 and we still have a PS3. Ooh. So I was like, oh my God, we need to pop these in. And then we found the guitar and then we ransacked our house looking everywhere for like the little sensor that plugs into the PS3 so it can like register the guitar. Finally found it. So I've just been jamming out on Guitar Hero. Love it. Since <laughs> since yesterday. And I'm like 30 songs deep on Expert on Guitar Hero 3. And I'm going to make it my goal to try and beat uh, Through the Fire and the Flames. But anyways, while we were looking for that, we found like every old console I ever had, which included Sega Genesis, PS2, PS1, Nintendo 64, and just like all, all the classics. So... With that in mind, uh, my big three second topic is classic video game consoles. Dude, I wasn't allowed to play video games growing up. I'm so sad. But I'll, you I, weren't allowed? Nah, dude. Bro, that's so sad. Yeah, I got a PS3 when I was like 13 maybe. My grandfather bought it for me and like we had to keep it at his house for a while. And then my mom eventually caved and let me take it home. But I never Damn. had any Nintendo consoles. Did your friends? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I still can answer this, but like it was rough, dude. I feel like I missed out. Yeah, that is sad. So my, oh man, I'm. this is going to show my age too here. But my number one, like I just absolutely went nuts on was my ps1 show your age okay tommy i'm just saying so it's a my number one is ps1 and that's like the newest console on my list <laughs> so um yeah i had i had a ps1 i would play crash bandicoot and uh spyro year of the dragon just non-stop all the time those little dudes stealing the eggs in spyro would make me so mad I have so many broken controllers from PS1 because of them. Um, but yeah, that was that was such a fun part of my life. And those games are like, I feel like games are so much easier now. They're not easier necessarily, but like there's like yeah. an actual skill gap and it's like a gradient and you can like kind of like change difficulty and all of that stuff. Before it was like, here's the game. If you suck, like... You're just stuck on a level forever. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that shit would make me so mad. You'd be you'd be like going psychotic because you've seen the same like set of pixels. And you've heard the same a hundred times in a row. Music. And you still can't beat it. Yeah, repetitive music, dude. Drive you insane. Um so yeah, PS1 is my number one. My number two is Sega Genesis. Um my dad, I think my dad had that, and that was like the first first like video game console i ever got introduced to but, but we had this like so like that sega genesis for those of you who don't know i had like the cartridges that you had to blow on right so like oh my god that's a whole nother that's why that's what i mean when i talk about showing my age is some of these people don't even know about like blown on cartridges and stuff dude simpler times but sonic the hedgehog was my game on uh sega genesis i played that Till, <laughs> till blowing on it didn't even work. <laughs> um, and then number three, uh, I was a massive Yu-Gi-Oh fan growing up. My dad and I would watch like every episode, every season, and like get super into it because it had a bunch of plot twists and stuff too. But right. that being said, uh, I did have a Game Boy, a Game Boy Color, 
and I played the shit out of Pokemon Red on it. Um, so that's my number three. Yeah, so that's um, that's my number three. All right. Um, I mean, I think first and foremost, gotta go GameCube. Classic. GameCube is nice. Yeah. GameCube is classic. Um, Mario Party specifically, that was that was my shit. Love Mario Party. Um, I never owned one, but I'd play it at my neighbor's house all the time. Mm. Uh, number two, it's I a great go. party game. Oh my god, yeah. Number two, I gotta go. PS3, my first ever console. Uh, thanks, mom, for for sheltering me thanks, for mom. all those years. Um, yeah. So PS3, eventually got a PS4. Um, so you know, PlayStation, PS3, and four, I guess, can fall into their own category. And then uh, third, I'm gonna go Game Boy Micro micro it was a game boy that they released and only sold for like one year i've told this story on the podcast before they've only they, they sold they released it they sold it for like one year um my grandfather bought it for me went to put it in my christmas talking one year my mom said no so it sat around for a while didn't even know it existed and then one day um we were at the airport and a flight got delayed and i was being an annoying little eight-year-old because that's what i was that's what i did um, and my mom was like, oh, my God, fine. Just give him the Game Boy. So my grandfather whipped that out, um, and I played Pokemon on it, like, until the, the entire time. The entire delay. Didn't, like, make a peep, and that's when she's like, okay, I guess it's not that bad. What was your starter Pokemon? Oh, my God. you pick? I, I couldn't tell. I probably... Um, I like classics. Probably Charmander. Yeah. Just that's what I like, picked. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it was Squirtle. Yeah. So I was feeling a, little, go feeling a little freaky, but yeah, Charmander was a boy. Yeah. Because Blastoise was cool, but Charizard was iconic. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um. Yeah. So those are my big three. <clears throat> and then let's like uh, let's let's take one more short break, and then we'll get into the uh, the final two topics of the day. All right. My last topic. Top big three NHL player abilities I wish I had. Number one, first and foremost, Connor McDavid's speed. I think that would be so fun to be able to move that fast on the ice. Especially like if I had that and nothing else, I could just like go to like the beer league games and just score 15 goals a game and not really be too good at anything else, but still like, you know, succeed. And I think he's, his speed is, I think they, they did a player poll in the NHL and most players said that they, they'd take his speed anyways. Um, number two, Sidney Crosby's hockey IQ. Um, I think he's, he's a genius out there for sure. Um, he thinks the game like nobody else. And number three, I'm going to go Vladimir Tarasenko's shot. The accuracy, the snapshot that he has. Oh, iconic. Iconic. I thought about going Ovechkin, but I wanted to I wanted to go against mm-hmm. the grain. wanted to go against the grain a little bit. Decided I'll take Vladdy's, Vladdy's shot. You combine those three together, dude. Oh, baby. I love that. All right, what do you got? What do you I think? got my number one is... Uh, a little bit of a wild card, but uh, I think uh, you can talk about like players having like good shots, and there's always like a varying degree of who's got the best shot in the game and leadership and all of that stuff. But there's I don't think there's anybody in the league who hits or punches like Ryan Reeves. So my okay. number one is Re- Ryan Reeves uppercut. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. And then we're gonna go with uh, the one that you mentioned. Uh, Alex Ovechkin's shot. So I feel like it's got to be up there with one of the best of all time. 
Um, and then in terms of, yeah, let's be honest. Um, (laughs) and then, um, this old boy got a shout out, uh, from Jordan Bennington a while ago about, uh, Jordan Bennington said in terms of players that he's played with, he thought he would be most likely to coach after his career because his leadership is so good. He takes young players under his wing practices with them after practice oh we know um, we know who you're talking about always, we, we know him we love him and uh my number three would be ryan O'Reilly Askin, leadership. No. <laughs> yeah dimitri no. Askin. No, my bad I, magnus bay arvey magnus bay arvey wraparound hey, honorable dimitri, man dimitri i've received three pucks from blues players in my days dimitri ashkin has been two of them Oh, that's kind of sick. Yeah, Joel Edmondson. That's sixty-six percent right there. Yeah, Joel Edmondson was the other. So I don't really. I'm not really. As far as current players goes, I'm not too. Uh, yeah. And I think I've probably run out of time. You know, I, I don't. Yeah. I don't got that cute, innocent look to me anymore. Oh, and then boy. I think another honorable mention would be uh, Eric Carlson's lettuce. It's got to be up there. No, dude, his hair's not even that good. I like his hair. No, it flows. Dude, he's got go, the little flip. You gotta go for like Brock Besser's lettuce. Oh, okay, yeah. Eric Brock does have some nice flow. Greasy. I think it's just like I don't think it's greasy. I think greasy. it's just like thin. Henrik Lundqvist's lettuce, or just his looks yeah. in general. Yeah, just Henrik Lundqvist's attractiveness. I, I, would, <laughs> I would just like to look like. Probably <laughs> one of the Lundqvist. best looking dudes in the league, bro. Oh my god! All right, let's jump into this He's last a, topic. Let's go. I'm ready. Absolutely. I'm excited. All right, final topic. Uh, we're going to go a little bit off the cuff here and go with YouTubers. Oh, baby. So, my number topic. one is an easy Zoomer answer. Topic. <laughs> Zoomer topic. My number one is an easy answer. Uh, it's probably, arguably, definitely <laughs> the biggest YouTuber right now. I think I know um, who you're going to say. He's a great guy. Fantastic guy. Always gives back to uh, his yeah. followers. Yep. Hilarious dude. Uh, David Dobrik. Hey. I don't think I don't think there's anyone on the face of the earth can be like, you know, who I really hate that David Dobrik guy. <laughs> like he's just he's just he's just a genuine sweetheart. And even like you can look at like videos of like fans interacting with him and like stopping him on the street. He's never like leave me alone or like standoffish. He's always like, hey, what's going on? He'll, he'll like, go nice up to me too. He'll see like, someone wearing their merch and be like, hey, nice shirt. And yeah, exactly. And they'll cry. They're like, oh my god, freak out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd probably cry. Let's be honest. Yeah. And then he'd like pay for your tuition. And yeah. Like, 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 a million dollars. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> He's incredible. Uh, my number two is probably my favorite uh, YouTuber besides David Dobrik, and that is Cody Ko. It's got to oh. be one of the funniest dude. One of the funniest dudes I've ever watched in my entire life. He's hilarious. If you don't know who Cody Ko is, that's, that's it. you got to check him too. out. David Dobrik and Cody Ko. God damn. Really? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, and then number three is a similar YouTuber uh, to Cody Ko. He always does a lot of skits. Um, his frat boy skits really <laughs> hit home to oh, me. I know who I know. Who obviously, I'm in college. And he was, he's just one of the funniest dudes I've ever watched in my entire life. He also does stand-up, um, yep. which I haven't watched a lot of his stand-up, but I should. Um, and that is Trevor Wallace. <laughs> that's a sleeper pick. So that's my big three. Trevor yeah, Wallace Trevor Wallace is a, is a goat, pick. bro. He's so um, great. <clears throat> all right, I'm going to have to re- rework my list a little bit then. Um, I mean, David Dobrik's got to make my list for all the reasons you said. Just nicest guy yeah. around. Um, I don't think it would be possible to find someone and be like, yo, fuck that David Dobrik guy. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> not, not possible. 
Um, number two, boy. Um, also, also for those of you who don't know, David Dobrik absolutely pulls and just doesn't care. <laughs> he just doesn't care at all, dude. All these girls, Madison Beer is like, I have a crush on you. He's like, leave me alone. <laughs> he just like, he just like nervously laughs and he's like, ha, ah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, like, oh, my God. Dude. Oh, my God. Um, all right, number two, then, I'm going to go on a similar vein. Uh, Mr. Beast, uh, absolute legend. Ooh, yeah. Just, just literally, I think they calculated it. He has he literally gave away, like, $2 million over, over the last, over, like, 2019, just in various challenges, giveaways, et cetera, et cetera. So he's, he's he started Team Trees. You know, planting trees um, with donations. It, uh, face of face of what you wanted to be out of a creator. Absolutely yeah. great guy. Um, number three, I'm gonna go with a, a Twitch streamer slash YouTuber. He goes by the name of uh, goes by the name of Ludwig. He is probably my my favorite uh, favorite guy to watch right now. He uh, he does Twitch streams pretty much every day. Uh, plays I think I heard of. Him. Yeah, you should definitely check him out. He plays a lot of Pokemon. Um, oh, bet yeah, I'll definitely check. He does. Out. He does what's called. So yeah, this what's called the Ludlock. So he'll uh, he'll start a Pokemon run, and he'll only be limited to to six Pokemon. And if any of them faint, he can't use them anymore. Like for the rest oh. of the run. Oh and, wow! And and yeah, so it's high stakes. He gets very uh, very very into it, and he also does. Um, uh, have you ever seen like marble races? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he'll do every like Sunday. He's been doing it. He'll, he'll there's this game called like Marbles on Stream or whatever, and you he he'll run like seventy marbles. Each one of them will have a different task for him to do, and he'll literally just sit there for six hours doing marble races and doing everything. By the <laughs> so he started one stream with a full head of hair, um, you know, just looking like a normal dude, and then by the end of it, he had a he had a freshly shaved head. Two slits in each eyebrow, racing stripes on oh. the side of his head, um, and a Fu Manchu or something. Yeah, it, was, it was absolutely <laughs> ridiculous. The lengths this guy goes to just to put out a little content. That's um, great. Oh yeah, he I, he, um, he released a mer- uh, merch drop the other day. Um, nice mint hoodie. Uh, I copped and it sold out within thirty minutes, which is absurd. Um, it's like the fastest I've ever seen a YouTuber merch sell out. So um, mm. I'm excited for that to come in the mail. But yeah, those that's my big three in terms of uh, content creators online. Definitely go check them out. You, you'd like them. Yeah, um, I definitely will. I feel like we have to have to throw in an honorable mention. You're talking about merch. The, the Nelk Boys are <laughs> our next next level when it comes to YouTube. Oh my God, yeah, it's insane. Yeah. Nelk oh my God. Insane. They're they're, they're, in, they're in jail right. Now. They're in jail right now too. Yeah. As of as it's of so recording this though. podcast, uh, they they've been arrested and are in jail. So. Hey, like their now. videos make me so like uncomfortable, but like yeah. I can't stop watching. Yeah, like I'm just like, it's, oh, brutal. it's so cringy. It's brutal. But it's great. It's, brutal. it's so funny. Um, I mean, some of it's a little over the top. Some of it's like, all right, I'm not. Uh, yeah. But but at the core, what Nelk what Nelk is, it's it, it's funny. It's it's frat guy humor. Um, yeah. Sometimes you know, sometimes like I said, they go a little too far and a little bit like, okay, all right, let's, let's yeah, reel it in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But for the most part, it, it it's great. Um, yeah. All right, that's all we got for for the big three today. Thank you guys so much for listening. We got the gauntlet tomorrow. Hopefully, I don't know. Joey Joey went back to work, so he's uh, basically disappeared off the face of the earth this week. We're playing it by ear. Yeah, yeah, we're playing it by ear. Hopefully, gauntlet tomorrow. If not, we'll we'll figure something else out. You know, we always got something fun in store for you, lovely listeners at home. Uh, any any closing messages, Tommy? Um, 
None for me. None for you. Thank you guys for listening. Yeah, thanks so much for listening. Appreciate y'all. Sticking with us throughout this quarantine. We appreciate each and every one of you. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Lockdown Blues. Check out Lockdown NHL. They got a great show. And as always, let's go Blues.